0: Check out guardianvets.com now.
1: Welcome to the Veterinary Success Podcast. I'm your host, Isaiah Douglas. Before we jump into today's episode, we're gonna take a quick break here from the sponsor of the show and we'll be right back.
0: If you're struggling to attract new staff or your team is experiencing burnout, pick up your phone and call Guardian Vets. Through virtual team solutions like after-hour triage, daytime virtual receptionists, callbacks, and telemedicine, Guardian Vets can help you have happy staff, happy clients, and a thriving business. Go to www.guardianvets.com and check Veterinary Success Podcast in the Where Did You Hear About Us section to get a free consultation and receive 50% off your first month of service. Don't wait. Check out guardianvets.com now.
1: You've heard me talk about the opportunity in urgent care. So VetCheck believes in the power of your capacity to influence your patients, patient families, and be a leader in your community. How they do this is by giving you the freedom to take ownership of your future to make the biggest impact in your patients' lives. They equip you with a turnkey opportunity to take action on the dream through a unique pathway to owning your own VetCheck Pet Urgent Care Center franchise. They provide a solution to remove obstacles like competing against corporate dollars in the community that you want to be in and having access to hospital ownership, medical directorship, and more. Also, you become a partner along the journey. A VetCheck Pet Urgent Care Center franchise is the answer. If you're interested, check out episode number 80, where I talked to Dr. Siva and he shares more about his story and the opportunity. So if this sounds like something that's interesting, you reach out and learn how you can own your own VetCheck Pet Urgent Care Center franchise today by visiting VetCheckForPets.com, which again is VetCheckForPets.com. All right, so two back-to-back radio shows. The last one was a little bit more impromptu, and I had some great feedback, which I appreciate that. Sometimes um, good feedback is also some constructive feedback, and one of the pieces of feedback that I had was the idea of some of the investment ideas and things I talked about at the end really went over their head, and I want to ask the question to you all um, what a breakdown of different investment types and getting more nitty-gritty of the start of like, Hey, square one, what is this thing? And then go into more depth as the episode grows. Would that be helpful? Would that be something you would listen to if you think they'd be helpful? And what was highlighted was like the tactical piece or managed features. It was like, I have no idea what the hell those are. Can you help me understand what that is? And so if you want to jump into the Facebook group or send me a DM on Instagram, that works. My name there is Isaiah underscore VWM. Let me know if that's like, yes, I would like that or no, that'd be really boring. It's one thing that I thought, oh, that could be, you know, a series of episodes that I could kind of string together and then release over time, like a radio show to dig into those topics. But anyways, I want to jump into today's episode. It's something that Sear, um is working on. I've obviously led the charge and I'll kind of walk through what I've learned and things I want to share with you. And I think this is the future and will be the future and you can do it today. And the nice thing is it can save you $30,000 if you follow what I'm about to lay out. So not bad for podcast episode, right? Um, Hopefully you learned something and it makes you think, hmm, that might be interesting. First, I know some of you have merchant services that's tied to your internal PIMS and it's tough to do it outside of it. Um, I still think you can implement this idea. You can do this. Um, It's just going to be more of a process flow and a workaround of how you want to do it. I can certainly hear the groans uh, again, right? About, oh, well, this is going to be too painful. We're already too busy. We're too stretched, yada, yada, yada. But again, I think the juice is worth the squeeze and you can provide an incentive, which I'll get into for those CSRs and for everyone on the team to make this work. Alignment and incentives is a beautiful thing. And um, that will allow this to take off. So we'll get into that more. But on March 8th, there was a Wall Street Journal article called Visa MasterCard Prepare to Raise Credit Card Fees. Great. So you're already paying somewhere in the neighborhood of probably about twenty-five dollars to $50,000 plus in fees to collect payments today as an owner. Standard fees are about two to 3% plus 30 cents or 50 cents per swipe. If you don't like my suggestion um, and you want to just stick with credit card or ACH fees and all that other stuff, you can use a company called stacks. I've seen their fees. They are much better and more business friendly. It's more of a subscription model. Um, It's still not as good as what I'm going to share with you, but shout out to Jeremy for throwing them on my radar. Him and his wife are doing a startup clinic that's opening here um, later this year. And that was great feedback. But there absolutely is a better way. The credit cards are gonna continue to squeeze you as a small business owner before making changes themselves. I've seen this at work in the dental world with dental insurance because reimbursement rates on dental insurance continue to drop. They squeeze the dentist because they're so beholden to dental insurance because that's where their patients are coming from because they're all insured. So quick plug, a lot of dentists are going fee for service, creating in-house membership plans to combat this. It's awesome. You can find lots of good local dentists that will work with you, your family, and team if you want to offer dental insurance from like one of these membership plans where you can pay them directly. Uh, maybe you can pay them in Bitcoin, and we'll get into that here in a second. But back to the topic at hand, collecting payments shouldn't require you to pay one or two times someone's salary to make it happen because that's literally what you're paying right now, right? You can hire or increase your salaries or do something with that you know, $25,000 to $50,000, and I'm, I'm calling it basically $30,000, of savings, so what could that extra three to five percent of margin in your practice do? It's likely hundreds of thousands of dollars when you sell. So think about it as a valuation tool and booster as well, and it's Bitcoin. But instead of using and focusing on Bitcoin, the asset, which I've talked about at nauseum on this show, it's Bitcoin the network. And I know that might be difficult for some, but you still have um, customers that own no Bitcoin and you can use the Bitcoin rails to collect payments. And that's really all you're going to use it for. Just think I'm using it for a payment system and I'm not going to use it as the asset or money itself, which is incredible. And you can use it for both, right? The money, the asset, the bear asset that it is, but also the network for payments. So I'm going to focus on the payment piece here and less on Bitcoin, the asset. We'll talk about the asset price and stuff at the end with some fear uncertainty, doubt, and maybe things that you're going to push back on and say, Hey, Isaiah, stop. I know you're a Bitcoin, like, Uh, Maniac and and think this is the best thing since sliced bread, but I have questions, so I'll try to address those. Also, as always, send me the questions that you have, and we'll address them. And I'll I'll try to address any questions that I get in the Facebook group that way. um, Folks can kind of follow along. So I love feedback, and I want to make sure that that you all get what you're looking for. So the cool thing is you can have um, customers pay you using the Bitcoin rails and collect payment, and that is at basically next to no cost or less expensive today than what credit cards are. And that's really, really incredible. And I want to lay out the exact strategy that you can do to implement this. And for anyone that wants to um, do this, A, please let me know if you do it. I would be pumped and I will want to you know promote the, the heck out of your business as well in those areas um, and do as much as I can to support it, because I think this is going to be really, really important. And Vince is doing this. And so I've talked to here veterinary clients already that are practice owners and Uh, I think some are interested. I've had some that say, eh, I don't know. I don't want to be the first person to do it. I know there's always some hesitation, especially if you're not as familiar with Bitcoin, which is pretty normal, right? It's like, "Mm, this seems like a big risk. Things are good. Why would I want to, you know, rock the boat? So you might have heard that Bitcoin is slow and not suitable for everyday transactions. And so you might be like, hey, Isaiah, I don't want to wait 30 minutes for someone's uh, transaction to clear so I can confirm that they paid. That doesn't work well in my process flow. True. And I agree. The cool thing about Bitcoin is it scales and layers. And I've talked about this before. And especially in the white coat investor episode, where I basically um, kind of went off on his terrible take, I talked about um, Bitcoin and lightning, um, which is layer two. And lightning is built for exactly what this is for that kind of transaction volume. I'd say really anything under $1,000 today, perfect for lightning, anything over that you might want to use Bitcoin main chain and you know i know that there's gonna be certain surgeries and certain you know things that you're doing that you're gonna want to collect more than that you can absolutely still use bitcoin and use it for that higher that higher fee and you would just have to allow it to settle and it'd be a little slower and so you could talk to the client they still wanted to pay that way and just use you know bitcoin main chain and make it happen so that's easy you could still do it i don't think that will be the main use case here and obviously you could still say hey i want to get a credit card for that you know four thousand dollar bill or whatever so um, at a high level, I want to overview Lightning really, really quick before I lay out the strategy. What Lightning allows you, someone to do is basically take Bitcoin. So again, there's only 21 million. Use that to open a channel in this layer two network called a PEG. So you're kind of putting the, the money in and it kind of locks it in this ecosystem. Its incentive and trust structure is kind of a multi-signature scheme. So it holds everyone to, to be honest users. It does have some security trade-offs. It's too detailed to get into here because that's what kind of the main base layer Bitcoin is gonna do that 10 minute transaction times like that's super, super secure. Lightning is still much more secure, but it is something that allows for instantaneous confirmation. So you don't have to confirm every transaction on Lightning where on the base chain, you know that's where it is doing it every 10 minutes. I don't wanna get into that nuance, but think about Lightning as the quick instant confirmations and you have Bitcoin that's in this ecosystem that can zip around really quick. So transactions per second are, Higher than anything else out there. It is steadily basically trending towards infinity. This also pushes the fees for things um, basically next to zero. So, this allows for the coffee purchases. This allows for people to pay for food in the drive-thru. You do not need to use MasterCard and Visa to collect payments today, which is amazing. And both of these players are actively actually looking at the space and developing methods that will likely be involved. And it'll be interesting to see how this grows. Um, they are not going to want to cannibalize their own business. Again, that's a fantastic business to just take cuts of everyone's payments around the world because you have built this closed source kind of ecosystem. What Bitcoin is, is it's open and anyone can tap into it and you get the power of the network where it's open versus MasterCard and Visa is a closed system. So to give you an idea of how fast Lightning Network is growing and how big this is becoming, um, last fall I saw a stat that it was growing at 4% per week, which is absolutely bonkers. And actually as of yesterday, so 312, um, 3,534 Bitcoin were in the lightning network. So plenty of volume, plenty of uh, dollars that would be in there or sats. So I I know I, I want to be able to go back and say Bitcoin, but you know, we think of things still as dollars at times. So it's a lot of money that is in the lightning network. So to wrap up the idea, leverage the Bitcoin network to allow customers to pay you, they can use dollars and you would receive Bitcoin as the business. And I'll address actually um, the issues that might come from holding Bitcoin and volatility. Also, there's a service that allows you to instantly convert it back to dollars. So you actually don't hold any Bitcoin, you pay for that, but it's a pretty cool solution as well. So the quick answer is it's just better money and you can't have it be devalued by the constant creation of new units. I've talked about that before. So I think having some Bitcoin on the balance sheet of any practice makes sense as a small business. But again, that is for you to decide. You could sell all the Bitcoin that you earn through the service and you will just keep everything in dollars. You still are going to come out ahead. Um, again, using this as a ability to lower the cost of accepting payments. Think of it like that. So that's exactly what this is going to be. And we will uh, talk a little bit more about the volatility here in a little bit. So you're thinking, okay, Isaiah, I'm interested in experimenting with this. How do I do it? First, you don't need to have a ton of Bitcoin knowledge to leverage this idea. If you want the ability to sell the Bitcoin and transfer it back to the bank in dollars, and if I was you, I'd want this as well. You might want to open an account with a uh, custodian in the name of your business. Again, I would recommend Swan or River Financial. Um, both are Bitcoin only. Fantastic from service perspective and would be great from a business relationship. And even if you want to just take a little bit of funds and buy Bitcoin um, within your practice, you can do that as well. So this would make sense to do that. Again, holding Bitcoin as an asset on your books makes sense. Long-term goals, idle cash for future spending. Cash is tight or you feel like, hey, I'm, you know, getting by month to month, maybe you wait for a while to do this. But first things first, first step, you need the ability to accept payments. So Voltage Cloud is an outsourced option for running Bitcoin Pay Server in a lightning node, which would both would be needed to accept payment. The other option is open node. I'm gonna talk about open node at first. It's a little bit more expensive, but it is more established, bigger, and it has its own kind of style of doing things, which is pretty cool in its own right. Um I lean a little bit more towards towards voltage cloud because of the cost, but I'm also a little bit more familiar with Bitcoin. And so it could work for our needs, but open is basically what McDonald's and Starbucks are using in El Salvador. It's a 1% transaction fee. So you're still paying transaction fees, but it's much less again, 1% versus three and there's no swipe. That's great. You can automatically convert to USD. If you want zero risks of holding Bitcoin, Um, you can do it on a schedule weekly, monthly, daily. It can be automated where it sweeps. Hey, I want to hold 50% of Bitcoin. I want to hold 50% dollars. I want to hold 99% dollars, 1% Bitcoin. OpenNode has a ton of features. Um, You pay a little bit more for it, but it is an easy, easy process. It's literally has to get paid, get paid and then convert it back to dollars. It can do that all seamlessly for you without ever having to think. So voltage cloud is leveraging free and open source technology and Bitcoin tools. Um, but it's doing all the work in the back end for you to make it seamless. The benefit of voltage clouds. It's a fixed monthly cost versus a percentage of transactions. So again, maybe Isaiah is just a cheap ass, but I think this makes a lot more sense. It's $27 per month to have the lightning node. So think of like the Bitcoin, um, code with a computer running to, to make that software run and $7 a month for Bitcoin pay server, or sorry for Bitcoin for BTC pay server, which is basically the nice screen that you would see with the QR code for the in-screen um, payment in your clinic. So you could collect a million dollars in revenue through the lightning network with voltage cloud and pay $408 annually. That is wild. It'd be about $10,000 if you ran open node and it's, you know, certainly well over $30,000 with credit cards and your accounting and book work shouldn't dramatically change. Um, with this being another revenue source, it's going to be something that's in person, but you can also put this stuff on the web. But the nice thing is both tools. So both the way OpenNode is built and the way that voltage cloud through BTC pay server allows you to have a CSV import export feature. So you can load that right into QuickBooks and it will track everything along the way. So you don't have to worry about how do I get this back into my systems? Obviously you want to talk with your accounting and bookkeeping team before you do this, they probably are not going to be happy. They're going to say, damn it, Isaiah, why did you do this to my client? But what it's gonna do for your business is gonna be dramatically um, an improvement. And again, for a little bit of pain, maybe to initially set it up, talk through things and get it running seamlessly, um, to be able to then save 30, 40, 50, 25, whatever, $1,000 a year from here on out, pretty cool. So just think about that. And if you are retaining or aren't retaining any Bitcoin at all, it's just gonna be sales and dollars um, and the cash in your bank account. If you are holding Bitcoin and then you're selling it later and doing it more manually, which would kind of be, the way you'd have to do it with voltage cloud that would add an extra step. Yes. There'd be transaction fees at Swan and, um, river, let's say from that standpoint. Um, but again, you have easy, full transparency to do this. I will be, you know, the one to say the accounting piece might be the way where this would be the most difficult. I think everything else is actually really easy and would be not hard to implement and get done. The accounting piece might be the trickiest part. Again, go back, talk to your current team there explain what you're trying to do and have them help build it out. Again, I'm happy to chat with people on this because I think it's really important. So we have the tools and system. So you can do Voltage Cloud, OpenNode, both. You don't have to touch anything. Again, there are ways that you can DIY this, of course, right? with Bitcoin being open source software. You can do it all yourself, but I don't think many of you likely want to. So step one, we have the tools. And How do I actually do this in practice? So you have to promote it and let people know it's an option. I'd use this marketing as well. Um, as you can tell, like Bitcoiners have a passion. They want to support businesses based on this. Um, not that you all need necessarily new business, but I've linked in the show notes to a local Indiana brewery that I know is accepting Bitcoin payments. Um, they explain the issue with the middleman and fees. So you talk about, hey, credit card fees are going up. Highlight inflation. Hey, it's making life hard. It's making costs go up. We want to keep costs lower for you. Bitcoin lowers the cost to accept their payments and help keep costs down for them. You can even do a discount for them paying in Bitcoin, or when you raise prices, which you should be raising prices right now, um, you have the easiest excuse in the world and the fact that you need to protect your margins moving forward because it is getting more and more expensive to retain people. So you need to do that, but you could say, Hey, we are not raising any costs from our last cost increase if you pay us in Bitcoin. So that's the discount, right? And that will then help get people to start paying in Bitcoin. And you can show them how easy it is, right, to, to pay in Bitcoin. They don't have to own any, but they can download an app called Strike that will allow them to connect to their bank account, and they can load it with dollars. Then they're going to click a little button. They're going to scan a QR code, and boom, bam, instantly. That'll move across using Bitcoin, the network, and pay the invoice. They'll get confirmation in less than 10 seconds. And Strike actually has an affiliate link for users. So what I would do is have the team all download Strike and practice And show like use that for your marketing explain how it works but then use their affiliate links and let the csrs have their affiliate link at the front desk and say hey want to pay less um, for your bill or whatever promotion thing you want to do with bitcoin and let that qr code at the front be linked back to their affiliate link with strike so they get the benefit they'll get the five or ten dollar referral bonus for every client that signs up so again the incentive structure there is aligned where they're going to want people to do it because they want the money and the money is not coming out of your pocket so that's pretty cool the only issue is if you have someone coming today and they want to pay and they've never downloaded strike before it might be 24 hours before they can actually pay so that's where promoting it getting it out through social media getting it out through emails getting it out through text messages whatever but use the links of the team and let them get bonuses from it that's not coming out of your pocket and then for clinic emails, Instagram, rotate to the other team, to your nurses, to someone else, to the associate veterinarians so that there's $0 coming out of your pocket, but they're all bought in and they will want to talk about it. And it's easy to tell people, Hey, we want to keep your costs down. And this is a way that we can actually keep costs down and run a more efficient business. So to me, this is a, a great solution. So just let them know it's an option. I think that's the first and foremost thing that you need to do. The incentive I talked about with the team um, allows it to be easy, but also make it visible on website, social media, and in person. This is a way to pay. It helps lower the cost. Let them know. Let them know the narrative and the explanation. If you do this, I promise people will start to pay with it. They also will use you know any Bitcoin that they might have in a lightning wallet um, or Bitcoin in general. Odds are most customers are not going to have that, but maybe they will. So g- giving them the idea of a way to take dollars and pay via the Bitcoin network and save is a win. Record a video of the team kind of walking in the door, going up, talking and paying a lightning invoice all within you know two minutes posted online. All you really need is an iPad or a monitor in the office that you can put up a QR code. They're going to shoot it, scan it from their phone. That's it. You'll get confirmation. Boom. Money's there. No chargebacks, no issues with people's stuff, not clearing. It's easy. Either they have the money or they don't. So with strike, they can not use it for anything else, but paying you. They can hold a $0 balance, but when they load dollars into their strike account, it will automatically come across and load. They'll scan, boom, it's done. Again, it's easy to do. Use it for marketing. Find local Bitcoin meetups on meetup.com. Attend, let the attendees know that you're a small business accepting Bitcoin. They'll market the heck out of your business for you. And also explore the OSHI app, O-S-H-I, which will provide an easy way to promote your business in tell people that you're accepting Bitcoin. You can put discounts and rewards to attract new business. Again, I know a lot of you are stretched thin already. You don't necessarily need new business, but you could easily attract folks that want to pay this way from the start and allow them from a startup's perspective. This could actually be a really cool niche idea to hack growth, where you could go out into the marketplace and say, Hey, we're the new cool clinic in town. This is the way that we're doing it. And you can pay us this way and you will attract the type of people that are interested in that. And typically Bitcoin holders are going to be younger, more affluent. They're going to be tied into things. So um, I think this is a smart way to kind of attract good clients that will actually, um, you know, stick longer term. And they're going to be really appreciative of the fact that you're doing this as well. And depending on how you want to hold and retain Bitcoin, figure out um, from, uh, from the growth of payment, how much Bitcoin do you actually want to hold directly. Do you want to hold any? Again, that is up to you and your team to figure out what you need to hold. Also ask if any vendors or consultants will accept it. And if your team's on board, maybe you're bonusing them in it. And the idea here is you can leverage Bitcoin to pay for services that you have and ask if you can pay in Bitcoin. And once you interact with Bitcoin, you'll become much more comfortable with it. And if you want to you know, save 5% in the practice for a rainy day, do it. If you want to take you know, your owner's draw out of the business as Bitcoin, do that. Um, one of the sponsors of the podcast, um, Guardian Vets, John Dillon, uh, I asked him, will he pay me in Bitcoin? And he said, yes. So he didn't know anything about it. And so it's been an ongoing conversation to kind of show him how to use Bitcoin and same idea, right? Hey, download Strike, take the dollars that you would pay me normally, and then you're gonna scan an invoice and I will just charge you that way. And again, because I didn't wanna pay credit card fees. I didn't. That's how everyone wants to pay for everything right now, right? Or I, he doesn't need to wire me money or this or that, right? It's just easy. You can send value very quickly and inexpensively. Um, kind of last step here. Um, when you think about taxes for your business, I know this might be something that people are thinking about first. It's going to be dependent on your entity structure. So talk to your CPA. I can hear, you know, CPAs cursing my name again for, for talking about this cause they probably aren't quite there yet. And usually CPAs are gonna be super conservative and they're going to need a little bit of training on this. So talk to your team before you implement something. Don't just drop a bomb like, Hey, by the way, I'm doing this. Um, let them know that's important. And then if they want someone to, you know, cuss out, Um, You can send them um, my way and I'll, I'll take the heat for you. So don't worry. But back to what's important to chat through is if you can lower your costs and have more margin back in your business, that is worth it. And if you pay a little bit more with tax filing, if you pay a little bit more in, you know, some, some setup training and ideas, this will give you so much more longer term than, than what I think even I'm giving it credit for right now. So you'll pay tax on it if it increases in value and you sell it. So, again, the open node idea of like instantly converting it, you don't necessarily have that tax ramification. But let's say you use Voltage Cloud and maybe you're going to sell once a month and you want to hold a little bit and you're going to manually do that. You will pay tax on that if it's increased in purchasing power. Remember, the goal is to cutting out expenses, not necessarily gaining the purchasing power, but that's not a bad outcome. If you're paying taxes, that typically means it went up in value. There's a decrease in value, you're going to sell at a loss and it's going to offset any other future gains. So again, holding period capital gains are classified as short or long-term depending on the length of time that the business holds the asset. Short-term less than a year, long-term more than 12 months, capital gains are taxes, ordinary income and long-term capital gains are taxed at capital gains rates and historically capital gains rates are going to be much lower than ordinary income rates. Your business structure and your legal entity is going to dictate how capital gains are paid the income of a pass-through entity, such as a partnership, solo LLC, different things like that. It's going to come back on your individual tax return anyways. So that's where it's going to be. If you're a corporation, it's going to come out at corporate income tax rates. So again, corporate corporations are taxed on net capital gains at regular corporate tax rates. So again, going back to talking to your CPA, make sure you understand that as you think about this as well. It's an important part of it, but don't let the tax piece, you know, dissuade you or make you feel like, Oh, I can't do it because that's going to be the That's that. I think that can be the excuse. Um, and maybe it's just, Hey, I'm not technically there yet and that's okay. I don't think you need a lot of technical knowledge to be able to do this. It's really, really easy. And I think OpenNode actually makes it much easier and it solves for this. I think voltage cloud personally I like is the option better, but it's a little bit more onus on you and it's a nice in-between between between doing it all yourself versus having someone help you with it. Um, so if you were to say, Hey, I want to hold some Bitcoin, but it's way too volatile. How could this actually really work? So initially the reception is going to be slow. I doubt even as optimistic as I am, you're not going to have a ton of people paying this way. So you'll see adoption take off once you start promoting, it, as I talked about and outlined above the subsequent visit after they learn, or if they see the text or email campaigns will do the trick. And I think once you start leveraging social media and how easy it is to save on care, they're going to be like, okay, I like that. Second, the volatility piece since October, um, 2014, I pulled data from Yeah, finance, the monthly closing prices, I pulled the lowest price of the month because with any luck, let's say you're always selling at the low price of the month, um, when and if you need to get back to dollars. Um, How often is it lower? So there's 88 different monthly closes that were reviewed from October uh, 2014 through um, February 2022 and there were 62 times it was higher or about 70% of the time. So not bad for a volatile asset. And as we've talked about before, upward volatility is not a bad thing at all, because that means your purchasing power is growing. So if you're holding it through a month and it goes up in value and then you're selling it or spending it and using it, yes, you're going to pay taxes on that. But that is not a bad thing to do when you're able to, again, lower all those costs. And again, you're only paying tax on the gain. So you're, you're, still saving so much from an expense side that this is absolutely worth doing. And I, again, I don't think it's going to be, Hey, overnight, all your customers are going to pay you this way. It's going to take a while. And there's gonna be certain customers that are never going to want to pay you this way. And that's okay. But I think giving them the option, you'll be surprised. And if you're getting paid daily, as your business operates, the price of Bitcoin volatility is going to be like significantly smoothed out. Um, even greater, making the impact less and less as far as the price. You're just using it again as the the, the Bitcoin, the network and not focus on the, necessarily the asset price going up and down. And you'll have cash on hand. Again, Bitcoin's going to be the long-term company savings and sold converted um, back as needed um, for projects or emergencies. You're not using this to get by month to month, right? I don't want people to take that out of this conversation, right? If you are struggling month to month, this is not going to be the right thing to do um, initially, right? Or maybe it's the open node and I'm going to sell every you know, SAT that I get back for dollars. You could look at that. I think that could still help from a cost savings perspective, but going back to kind of the Bitcoin, the volatility, there's a site called BTC DCA, which is a dollar cost averaging. And I looked at that. Um, If you would have bought daily since 2015, you've done really well. The assumption here is that you would start January 1st, get $10 a day and then get $10 a day every day until December 31st. Yes, there's going to be days where you're closed. So this is saying every single day. So 365, but this shows the idea of smoothing out the volatility. So 2015, you'd be up 62.53%, 2016, 79.91, 2017, 533.03, 2008, you've been down 43.92. And that's the one where everyone's going to point to, but you would have been positive up through November that year. So again, if you're buying it and even if you're selling at the end of the month, you're still positive in most of 2018, which was a rough year for Bitcoin 2019, you're up 14.49 2020 hundred ninety three point seven and 2021 25.53. again you don't need it to be up for this to work and you save a absolute ton of money on the expense side if it goes up this is just a cherry on top maybe a couple cherries right if it's got doing what it's going to do but the idea here is you're just using it for a means of payment not as the you know asset the monetary asset you're using it as the network so this is more of an indication of what your experience would be like as more Um, customers would pay you um, via Bitcoin over lightning versus dollars. Um, So what do you think, right? Like I would love feedback and I think implementing a new way of payment could easily save you $30,000 or more a year. I think that's worth it. I think it is worth the pain to look into this, to spend some time and say, you know what? This should be a strategic initiative for 2022 or 2023, right? Only, you know, kind of where you're at from a business perspective, but you have the incentive structure built in with The way that i described it up above you can incentivize the team without paying them anymore but having them do this and you're going to get more margin back that you can then increase wages so you can say hey if we get to the point where we're collecting 25 50 percent, whatever in bitcoin that's raises of x percent for people and we're going to give more back to you and use it as that of just saying hey from a team perspective i'm not taking more as a greedy owner i'm giving it all back to my team I think that's amazing, right? And so there's no reason that you need to pay 3% plus 30 cents or 50 cents per swipe to collect payment. And you don't even need to hold Bitcoin if you want to use OpenNote. I'd encourage you to use and hold some, right? (laughs) As part of your business to help with navigating uncertainties and rising costs as inflation continues to hit everybody. Um, But I would love your thoughts. Reach out with questions. Again, Facebook, jump into the group right in there. Let's have a conversation. Also, feel free to DM me on Instagram as well. And we will go from there, but those are my thoughts. I think Bitcoin, the network and collecting payment is something that you need to do. Vincere is gonna be rolling out something um, here soon for for our um, customers. And I'll give you an update on on what we're seeing. I don't think it's gonna be a massive influx of people paying that way, but maybe I'll be surprised, right? So there is lots to, to learn here. And I want to share kind of the journey along with you, but I think first movers here and folks that are willing to be creative Are going to be rewarded with not only um, new business, if that's something that you want, right? I know, again, a lot of you are stretched already and don't need (laughs) any new business, but this can just be a cost savings. And I think if you review ways to save on costs, you're gonna be hard pressed to find something that's going to be $30,000 or more. So hopefully this is helpful. Let me know your thoughts and we will talk again soon. Thanks for listening to today's show. The comments made on today's show should not be taken as investment tax or legal advice.